Welcome to The Lockdown, featuring your hosts, Eric Preston and Mike Conover. And now, The Lockdown Sports Podcast. Lift off and the clock has started. Oh, it felt good to watch some meaningful football last night. That was a lot of fun. That was a hell of a game. Oh, that was so fun. It was. I don't, I, I don't particularly like the Cowboys or Tom Brady. I feel um, like every Tom Brady game ends the same way. With Tom Brady winning? <laughs> <laughs> like winning at the end. I mean, it, it, it it's very remember, predictable. Remember, remember when we were young, like John Elway used to always have these games. Yes. Where, you know, they'd suck for a period of time and then he'd get rolling. And then it would always like that game didn't need to come down to a last second field. Well, they turned the ball over four times. <laughs> One of them at the two oh, yard line. I, I really, I would really call that three times. Yes, yes, that's true. Because the the Hail Mary, they there should be some type of stat exemption, especially when it comes to fantasy football and betting for that. But uh, it was it was really three turnovers. You're right. You got the fumble by Rojo, uh, which was really <laughs> that was kind of the most innocent of the three turnovers because that was just a great play. Uh, by the defense, I think it was was it Demarcus right. Lawrence that had the had the right. peanut punch. That was a fantastic yep. play. There was little to nothing he could have done about that. Where Leonard Fournette's was just lack of concentration, let the ball hit him in the hands, and then of course well, Godwin. I mean, they're they're also running a play for. To me, it's 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 weird. You have somebody like Giovanni Bernard, and you run your screen pass with Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting, too. And uh, Bernard didn't get nearly the run that I thought he was going to, especially if you had told me that uh, Rojo would have fumbled and not come back into the game after he fumbled. I totally would have thought that Giovanni Bernard would have seen those those third down pass plays. But I, I think part of that was that was first down coming out of uh, uh, the Dallas had just scored, if I'm not mistaken. And they were really trying to get something going. And I think they thought that Dallas was going to bring the pressure and they didn't. It was a really good play call. So I think they were maybe trying to catch them off guard thinking, oh, Fournette's in the backfield. They're probably not going to throw it to him. But yes, that was uh, that was not a great, uh, not a great play. Uh, but what was great, let's talk about the quarterback play. Let's start there because, man, both of those guys look pretty good, especially Dak. Now, I, I think Dak looked better than I thought. I didn't give him like I'm not I'm not enamored by his stats for the game. No, I'm not talking about the stats, although the stats are obviously very some, impressive. I, I thought he made some some really good throws. Um he threw a couple of ducks. Um but I was more impressed with the way the Cowboys line held up to to uh the Tampa pass rush, even though Dak got hit, a t- I think he got hit like 22 times. Or he got hit a pretty fair amount. And also there was that little stretch there where it seemed like Shaquille Barrett was up, up Dak's ass every other play. Right. So um, it was a lot of short passes. Um, 
I think, I think, uh, what did he complete? Uh, 42 passes, 42 of 58, which again, I think, I think 35 of them were 10 yards or less. He, he was only sacked once. So he did a pretty good job avoiding the rush for the most part. Uh, he was flushed out of the pocket a couple of times for like a one or two yard gain where he dipped out of bounds, which was a smart thing by him. I thought one of his best passes was that it wasn't a good decision, but it was a good the, pass. The, 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 the interception. Yes. Yeah, yes. That, Cause my instant, best pass. Yeah. it was my instant reaction was what was he thinking? And triple coverage. The window was I'd, so small, but he cut it in there. It's probably what CD Lamb was thinking. Like, what is he thinking? Why is yes. he throwing the Why ball? is that coming my way? But it was a fantastic play. And and, and Lamb, had, Lamb had a couple drops last night, which is scary he because did. he ended up with seven for 104 and a touch and he had a 31 yard uh, uh, touchdown pass, uh, touchdown reception. So it, it's scary no, to he, think. I think, wasn't it? It was 22. 20, oh, yeah. 30, 31 yards was his long reception. Yeah. But it, it was, it was shocking to, to, to see him make those two drops and then still end up with the stat line. He did. He definitely left some on the field. And um, as, as, as good as Dallas kind of should be feeling at, at this game, they should still be extremely worried about their defense. Their defense is terrible. It's still bad. And the, the bucks kind of gave them a couple of gimmicks. They had six drops. And the drops they had were, it weren't, it wasn't like, you know, uh, five yard outs that they were dropping. These are first downs, and Godwin pretty much dropped a touchdown pass. Now yeah. that was a tough, it was a tough catch because he had to turn around from the, you know, he had to swing his head all the way around. Yeah, that wasn't an easy that catch pass all the time, but it was definitely catchable. And then he fumbles at the two with four twenty eight left to go. So, I mean, that's two touchdowns right there. Antonio Brown drops. That was about a 15-yard uh, pass. It would have been a first down. Yeah, the, the receivers really, down. as crazy as it is to look at, and and there were some fantastic performances last night by the Tampa Bay receivers uh, and, and Gronk as well. They didn't do him any favor. They dropped a lot of balls. Um, not yeah. Gronk. Gronk was a perfect eight for eight, which was yeah. fantastic. He looked really good last night. He did. He did, but you know, they looked like a team full of guys who were were knocking a little rust off. They had no preseason, pretty much. Both both teams, yeah, played like none of their 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 big name guys in the preseason. So, I think uh, I mean my general analysis of it is I think. Dallas is a little bit better than people want them to be or think they are. And Tampa might not be as good. They might not be the lot. They're good. They're a really good team. I'm not saying that they're like, they might not win the division or anything like that. They're going to have a fantastic record at the end of the season, but I, I don't think they're the unbeatable force that they showed like the last 
seven games of of the season. That that may be. Um, you know, I think the wild card is AB because if he continues to play the way he played last night, and he definitely had some flashes of of the old AB catching that long touchdown in the first was it the first quarter I think right Yeah, I mean and, here's here's the thing and and People Evans are- Evans was terrible last night. I mean. Right. He- those those two passes that I get it they were tipped at the last minute but those are those were both crucial. That's that second one though. That the was, second one was, was almost, almost impossible, impossible to catch, but it did hit him in the hand. Uh, but it did it hit him, hit in, him the in the hand. Yeah, but yeah, they, he hit it into hand. his hand. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I won't I won't fault him for that when the first one was a drop. Yeah, but um, as far as Antonio Brown goes, I. I, I said it being season one. Soon as I heard that he was healthy and mentally, physically and <laughs> mentally. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I think he he he's probably talking to somebody. Tom Brady has a way of getting some of these wild cards to kind of channel it for I need you to channel it for 20 weeks. He's done it, he's done it. Couple times with uh, Antonio Brown, right? He's got Antonio Brown, uh, Moss. I mean, remember when Moss went to New England? Yeah, Everybody people forget how crazy he was leaving leaving Oakland. He was he was a nutcase in Oakland. Right, right. He was just not finishing routes and stuff. So, um, I think AB is the best receiver on that team. He's probably. He, there's no reason to think that he's not a top five receiver. He looked really good. All right. Cause when he left Pittsburgh, he was, he and Julio are like one, one a as far as best receiver. And that was only what? Two years ago. Yeah, I guess 2018. So Let's was his see. last year. 2019, he spent between uh, Vegas and New England. Yeah, so it was 2018. Yeah, 2018 was the last full season he played. He had uh, right. 104 for 12, 97, 15 touchdowns. So, yeah, he was he was one of, if not the best receiver in the league. Um, he, he had a fantastic year. Right. Yep. So. Prime Prime AB was like 2013 to 2018. Right. With 2015 being that monster year, he had 136 catches, 1,800 yards. I don't think he's that far from, from that. And with Evans and Godwin on, you know, on the team also it's like they didn't have their number one quarter on on ab at all no when was the last time was he never had that situation in pittsburgh where they didn't have their number one corner on him and it's sometimes he's he had the number three corner on so if all three of those guys are going to play well they're going to be really hard to defend right right i would be a little that's both. That's both teams. These are these are probably the two best receiving cores. Yeah, Dallas' receiving core is ridiculous. Took a little hit with Gallup getting injured. And like, can we not forget 
I Amari Cooper was he's not healthy. He's not 100 percent healthy. His ankle is still, still banged up. That's true. That's true. Um, and it's actually very scary that he's already starting off the season. He's not healthy, but an injured Amari Cooper is better than most healthy receivers. 13 for 139 and two touchdowns. And he really he just he was hard to cover last night. Yeah. And 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 I don't think Tampa's secondary is as good as, as people no, lead I think you to they believe. Had a hot streak. And and I no, I, I agree with you. And I think they got a lot of credit in the Super Bowl. And you know, the Super Bowl they had uh the Chiefs had no offensive line. And frankly, they had a horrible game plan. They should have been running the whole game. So uh, I don't know. Do we have an update on Sean Murphy bunting? Because if they're going to be starting Ross Cockrell, that that could be a little bit of a problem too. Bunting yeah. left with that dislocated arm, I think. I mean, that's what it looked like anyway. Uh, I think they said his elbow is dislocated. Uh-huh. And they said it's actually not very bad at all. Um, they said probably like two weeks. Okay, good for, good for them. Yeah, so good for them because that's, that's definitely. I, that's I mean, most teams can't afford to 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 lose any any corners, let alone a starter. Uh, but they especially can because I think that's their their oh, really their only weak spot on defense. Vita Vea, by the way, he looked amazing last night. He's walking he's, walking offensive lineman back to the QB. He's a monster. Yeah, he, he, he's him. A monster. Let's not forget they missed him for their playoff run too. So they 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 are there are no slouches on defense, but. No, it's well up front. Up front, they're they're nearly they're nearly impossible to to hold back. Yeah, I think you're going to see when people play Tampa Bay, you're going to see a lot of the you know games like Dak. Um, you're going to see a lot of quarterbacks dinking and dunking, or as Shannon Sharp said, he was dinking and dacking. <laughs> dinking and dacking. But they couldn't get it done. They left too much time. I think they left, what is it, 84 seconds on the clock, minute 24 for Brady. And then, of course, he drives down, gets him in position. And really, that was was about 35 seconds more than he needed. Yeah, because he wasted all that time off the clock throwing the ball out of bounds. So um, you had that. What was the hell? um, Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say it was a hell of a game. It was very entertaining. Great way to it start was. off the season. It was. It was it was a good game to start the to start the season off. Um I think you're looking at two teams that are probably playoff teams. Uh looking at Dallas, um I think if this is how Dallas is going to play on offense, um it looks like they're going to they, they could end up being one-dimensional. Zeke didn't look great. I think they will run the ball more. I don't they, think they will, but he didn't look great. He and he didn't with, look great, but um, again, like you said, you just said they have a, they have great, fantastic, you know, front front uh, defensive front, and and not every team is going to present those same kind of challenges. And and I think they knew but, that Tam- Tampa's weak spot is is their secondary. The play that I thought that that uh, Zeke really didn't look good was that third down play when they kind of did that wishbone pitch. Mm-hmm. Now. I believe Blake Jarwin was on the end block. Yeah, he missed that. That was terrible. He, I mean, that wasn't even, that was like a Tim Tebow block. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I remember a time when Zeke beats that guy. 
Yeah, Young gets Youngsy there. gets there and probably I, scores on that play. He may have gotten hit right there. He he may not have juked him, but I feel like he drags him in. That's that guy's like a third string safety. So I believe he drags him into the end zone. So uh who was it? Mo picked uh, Zeke third. Mo picked Zeke third, started him, and then uh, I, left AB a- on his bench last night. <laughs> who's who are his, I didn't see who his receivers are. Uh, I don't remember. I, I'll I can look it up, but he left he left AB on the bench. That's for sure. I I I wanted AB. I did. I did, and I was like. I don't think anybody, I don't think AB was, I didn't, I felt like AB wasn't on anybody's radar. And uh, I, I don't blame wait. him for leaving him on the bench. I mean, oh, wait, no. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong team. He started Evans, Mike Evans, uh, <laughs> Coop, Cooper Cup, where the receivers that he started. It, it's hard That's to kill tough. him That's for that. Yeah, That's it's hard tough. to kill him for that, especially week I one. Think, I think I would have taken the gamble. I think I would have taken the gamble and gone AB. I would have taken the, you know why? Because Dallas's secondary is so bad that if they have one good corner, they're going to put him on Mike Evans. Mike Evans is physically the most imposing receiver on the team. Next week, next week, Mo will start. AB and Mike and Evans will have Evans one of those 16 for two, 222 and a touchdown. It's going to, it's going to, it could he'll be have, that, that whack-a-mole. He'll have, those, he'll have those four one yard touchdown catches. I've had, I think I had Mike Evans the last two years and he, he did well for me. So, well, I'm happy to say that we both got last night's game right. We both picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Cowboys and we started our tradition or new tradition of placing a $1 bet on every team that we agree on. So we are now up a whopping 22 cents and uh, we are on our, on our way. So let's go through. Let's, let's, let's uh, talk about our picks here. All right. Let me pull them up. Philly at hot Philly at Hotlanta. I don't feel good about my pick here because I don't really know which team. I, I I don't I don't have a good read on this game, but I picked Atlanta just because they're at home. I Philly has a great front defensive front. I'm still not sold on their linebackers. I'm hearing a lot of like I don't know like overestimating of their linebackers. Hear, hearing the words great line, great linebacking core, lots of speed, you know that kind of stuff. Um, I heard did they, some. Did, did they bring Seth Joyner back? Yeah, I heard somebody say today that they 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 should be able to cover uh, Pitts with a linebacker. I thought that was hysterical. Oh well, if that's if that's what they're going to do, uh, Atlanta is the pick. Yeah. Um, so uh, I I really don't and I and I don't feel great about Philly's offense this year. I, I just I feel like there's a lot of question marks. A lot of question marks. Uh, they, they do they have some potential? Sure. Can Rager and finally Goddard, get it together? And, and Goddard, Goddard's still hurt, right? Uh, I believe so. But um, they do have Ertz. They didn't trade Ertz. Okay. But I just I don't know. I'm still not totally uh, sold on Jalen Hurts. 
And, you know, you kind of know what you're getting with the Falcons. They're going to be in just about every single game. Um, Obviously, Julio Jones is gone in Tennessee, but I I really feel good about Pitts. I think that they're going to make him a focal point of that offense, and I think he's going to create some mismatches. And Calvin Ridley is a stud. Uh, they, they have a pretty decent receiving core. I mean, the emergence of Ridley and even guys like Russell Gage, I think uh, that's why they were able to part with with Julio. And, and I, I have zero faith in the Eagles secondary. Zero. I agree with every single thing that you said. And I think you're right. Um, but. I have zero faith in Atlanta. I can't blame you. I don't blame I have you. Zero faith in Atlanta right now. Um, I like Matt Ryan, um, but I have less and less faith in Matt Ryan uh, getting the job done, um, especially without Julio. I, I could look wrong this week because the Eagles secondary is pretty bad. I actually, um, I think the, there's going to be a bunch of big plays in this game, and it'll probably be one, probably be one of those um, games that it's going to leave you thinking that both of these offenses are good because both of these defenses, defenses are horrible. Yeah, um, I think you'll see probably see some like huge plays from, uh, you know, like you know, I could see like Jalen Rager and. and uh, Devonta Smith. I could see them having big plays in this game. Uh, I could see Miles Sanders having a couple of big plays in this game. What about Watkins? I could, even, I could see Watkins having a big play, um, but I could see Jalen Hurts trying to use this game to silence some critics. And he might have some – I think they should let him play um, – they should go back and watch tape of him at OU and see how Oklahoma did. Oklahoma said there were games, as you could see last year, that he didn't throw the ball well. He didn't, there were games he didn't throw the ball well at Alabama. There was games he didn't throw the ball well at Oklahoma. There was games he didn't throw the ball well at Philly. But he's kind of like a young Cam Newton that he can nullify those games where he's not super accurate or making the best decisions throwing but he could he could literally have 150 yard rushing yeah yeah he he had some huge games with his legs last year right so i think i think that's going to be kind of the x factor i think jalen hurts and some of these uh young they they have a lot of speed on on that offense um they do they're going to make some plays and make some big plays. And I think that's going to be a difference. I think their defense is going to give up a whole bunch of plays. Um, probably come down to whoever's going to make the least amount of mistakes. Uh, but I think Philly's going to pull this one out. All right. So we will not be placing a bet on this one. Um, the, the line's three and a half. Uh, they say that the sort of unwritten rule of thumb is the home team gets three points. So they're getting an extra half a point there. So I think there is some faith that, that the Falcons will pull it off, but uh, it, it's a pick em for me. I really did not know which way to go with this. So you've got uh, Philly. I've got Atlanta, uh, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh. Go ahead. You you can lead this one off. Well, 
I know a few people who are not going to be happy with my pick. Either one um, of our picks. <laughs> but I, you know, at Buffalo, um, I, I did pick the Steelers to be uh, a playoff team. I am not going to pick them to win this game. I think, um, I don't think it's going to be like, I don't think Buffalo is going to come out and stop them. But Pittsburgh didn't play well against them last year. It's a pretty um, big, it's a pretty big line. Right. Six, and six and a half. Buffalo's getting six and a half. I, you know, I don't think they're going to keep up with Josh Allen. But on the other hand, Buffalo's defense is, is not great. Remember Buffalo had that really good defense all those years and they had zero offense. Yes. Split. Yep. Split. Now they don't have any defense. They've got one. They've got like one good defensive player. Just they have, they have a couple. Back. They just don't. They don't have that that intimidating, imposing defense right. that they had a few years ago. Right. But they don't have. They have one guy, White. That that is like the standout, standout guy. Mm-hmm. And I think you can. And Pittsburgh, I think, can avoid. Them. They've got. They've got three. You know, really good receivers. Um, I think they'll be able to run the ball against Buffalo. Um, I wouldn't be super shocked if Pittsburgh pulled out a W because this is the kind of game that Pittsburgh wins uh, when they're not supposed to win. Mm-hmm. But um, I would be a little bit shocked because I'm going to go Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo as well for pretty much all the same reasons that you just said. Uh, I do think their defense maybe gets a little bit better than last year. You got Epineza coming in uh, his second year. He showed some flashes last year. Um, and uh, they drafted uh, Greg Russo. He he looked really good in the preseason. That guy, he looked pretty decent. Uh, and I think their defense will be okay. But I it's still with when you're talking Buffalo, it's, it's all about Josh Allen. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is questionable and I don't even really think it matters all that much. I mean, their, their wide receiving core is pretty deep and um, assuming that uh, Cole, I don't comply Beasley doesn't get COVID and in fact, half the team, I, I think there's a pretty good chance that uh, they win this one. And I could see this being a game where they're in control and it's not a blowout, but it never really feels like Pittsburgh's threatening. Like they may, they get up to like a 10, nothing lead Pittsburgh hand hangs around a little bit, but never really gets closer than a touchdown. And I, I think Pittsburgh will run the ball. I, I love the, the over as we talked about on, on uh, rushing yards for, for Najee Harris this week, it started at 55 and a half. Uh, I didn't move quick enough, so I got it at 58 and a half. I don't know exactly where it's at now. Uh, I could check that, but I, I think they're going to run the ball, and I think they'll, they'll have some success. I don't think Buffalo's run defense is anything to be scared about, so I, I think that that will be something that they'll try to do. To it's still at 58 and a half. Uh, I think that's something that they'll be to try to slow down, to try to slow down that offense. So, but uh, I, I do think in the end, Buffalo wins it. And uh, Pittsburgh drops own one, and, and also it's it's going to be hard. You know they're at home, so uh, Buff- Buffalo is a very very good football team, and it's going to be tough to come in week one and get a win on the road. 
right. Minnesota and Cincinnati. Uh, this is, I think, one of the easier games to pick. I think Cincinnati is going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. Um, their defense it does not scare anybody, especially the secondary, and their secondary is pretty, pretty banged up. Uh, I forget who they're starting, but when I saw the injury that they had and then who they were starting in this place, I was shocked. Uh, I'm going to pull it up right now, but um, I, I, it just, the vibes feel really weird in Cincy. Uh, Jamar chase can't catch the ball because it doesn't have any stripes on it. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow was seeing ghosts in the preseason. Uh, they're starting corners injured. Just feels like same old Bengals this year. And do, um, do you think at this point they're like, if we were going to draft the skill position, we should have gone pits. Um, they may be regretting not taking Sewell, although he didn't look good I, in the preseason either. Uh, but I, I think he's probably the safer pick. I, I think that th- they will end up regretting that, but. I think at this point they're still probably wishful thinking and, and I'm sure he'll get over this. Although the yips is something that can be very difficult for a wide receiver, especially someone who they're looking to come in and be like number one. Yeah. Eli Apple. That's who, that's who um, mm-hmm. uh, the Bengals are starting. That's tough. Yeah. Um, Eli Apple is, He's not a horrible player. He's he's been he's been on so many different teams the past right. couple of years. I think I think the problem is that when he gets into a sit like when they get into a situation where he's not guarding the number one guy, it's when teams have like multiple really talented receivers. When he gets beat, he gets burned. I mean, yeah, and and uh, Minnesota happens to fit that description to a T, right? So um, he might be on another team <laughs> after Cincinnati, but um, so I'm guessing you take Minnesota. Yeah, I'm taking Minnesota. I think Dalvin I Cook. Minnesota. Dalvin Cook runs uh, all over them. I think uh, Justin Jefferson has a huge game I this think week. Captain Kirk leads the Starship Enterprise. To uh, to victory here. Yes, um, I will take the over on both Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson receiving yards this week. Uh, Thielen's over is fifty eight and a half. Justin Jefferson's is seventy six point five. Seventy six point five is nothing to sneeze at, but I think that uh, that he has a big game. Yeah, I think the only thing that might hinder them from getting to those numbers is if they get up big early. Yeah, and just and run it out. One of them, neither one of them have had a big play, and they just start handing the ball off. So That's entirely possible. San Fran at Detroit. Get it. Ooh, this was a really, really, really easy one for me. Did you flip a coin? Um, yeah, I didn't even have to be fanboy for this one or anything. Um, Detroit uh, really doesn't have much going for them. Uh, they lost their best offensive players, the two best offensive players. Um, 
they never really had much to, you know, brag, brag about on defense. Um, I think San Francisco comes in here. Um, I think they run all over Detroit. Um, that'll open up some, some big plays in the play action game. I think you'll see Trey Lance get in and make a couple of like splash plays against this Detroit defense, which is going to further push the fan narrative that he should be playing more. Um, I kind of like the way they're doing it right now with the two, the two quarterbacks, but I think San Francisco wins this one easy, even without, um, I know Javon Kinlaw, who has looked like a monster in camp and Emmanuel Mosley are both doubtful. Emmanuel Mosley's probably going to be out. He hasn't practiced all week. Kinlaw practiced a little bit on Thursday. Um, I think they, they dominate this game start to finish. If they don't, it's going to raise some serious questions for me. Even if this is a close game with Detroit, it would raise some questions about how good they are. Um, so they got to come out, play a clean game, and just this is one of those games if they're going to be um, a Super Bowl contender, they have to play a clean game. Yeah, they got to blow them out. And, and wipe the floor with Detroit. They should win by, you know, between 17 and 21 at least. Yeah, this this is an easy one for me as well. I, I think Detroit has the worst roster in the NFL um, next to the Texans. Uh, but the Texans, the difference between the Lions and, and Houston is Houston's intentionally trying to be that. They're, they're shedding um, salary. They're trading their best players before the season's even started. Uh, they're trying to turn over the entire roster. They're still deciding what to do with the only good player that they have on the roster other than Brandon Cooks and David Johnson. And even David Johnson is questionable now. The, the, the lines are just a mess. Uh, I heard some of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard today on Roto World Fantasy. They were talking about the, this game specifically, and they said that uh, it wasn't they. It was one guy. I forget who. I don't want to give him any credit anyway. He said that uh, he thought that the lines would cover and the, the idea that the Lions are still an objectively bad team is just flat out wrong. Uh, and as evidence uh, for that, he gave in the same breath that they have a solid coaching tree right now because everybody that's on uh, as a coach for the Lions is from the is a Parcells disciple and uh, coaching trees matter. And in the same breath, bashed um, Matt Patricia and said that he's one of the worst coaches ever. And he's from the Belichick coaching tree. Now, granted, Belichick coaches haven't always done that well, but these guys have never coached before together in an NFL franchise. And the only one who has head coaching experience is Anthony Lynn, and all he did was lose close games. So I don't, I, I don't understand why there's any optimism for this team this year. Um, you know, they've got some high picks coming up, and you know, maybe we'll potentially be able to rebuild, but. There is, there's nobody on this team really that scares you. Um, I, I, DeAndre Swift is really potentially the only explosive player they have on offense. Um, Hawkinson has been a solid tight end, but never lived up to being picked eighth overall in the in the draft a few years ago. It's just a bad team, and San Francisco's a Super Bowl contender. So I got the the Niners winning easy. Oh, great! I got Tennessee. Host in Arizona. Who you got? Tennessee. I think Arizona's secondary is maybe the worst in football. 
Um, a lot of questions. They had a lot of questions, and then Malcolm Butler decided to retire. So I don't know if that's where you want your weak spot to be when you're playing the Tennessee Titans because they're a very difficult team to defend. If you load the box, they're now going to beat you through the air. Tannehill has really turned me around the last couple of years. A.J. Brown is a solid, solid NFL starter. Julio Jones, we'll see what he has left in the tank. I actually think this is a big Julio Jones game. I think they try to get him off to a hot start. Yeah, I think they're going to target him. I don't think they're going to go over the bo- overboard. Um, I think I don't think anything as far as game plan has changed in Tennessee. Um, I think they're still going to be Derrick Henry first, but all they did is upgrade from Corey Davis to Julio Jones. And that's not a knock on Corey Davis because I think Corey Davis is super talented, but he's not as good as Julio. So I'm going to go Tennessee. I think there's a lot of points scored in this game. There, there potentially could be, but um, I worry about Arizona um, making some bad turnovers. Uh, Kyler Murray um, has a tendency not to finish drives sometimes, unless he's playing the 49ers. He always seems to finish <laughs> against us. Um, but I think Tennessee, if Tennessee sees it going up and down, I think they're going to start handing the ball to Derrick Henry. And I don't think Arizona's defense is built to deal with a Derrick Henry. No, um, second, second largest over of the week, uh, in the NFL this week, 53 and a half. Uh, so Vegas is expecting lots of points. Um, it's only one point behind Kansas city and Cleveland, which I also think is, is a little bit of a barn burner, um, uh, at 54.5. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's a blowout. Uh, it's a, it's a three point line. Tennessee's the home team getting the three points. So I, I, you know, expected to be a relatively close game, but I, I do think it's a bit of a shootout. Right. And yeah, I don't think Tennessee is going to blow them out or anything. I just think, I think they'll win. Um, I think in the fourth quarter, they'll they'll pull away from Arizona, mm-hmm. especially if Arizona plays like they have in the past where they get down 14, 17 points and have to make one of these crazy comebacks. I don't know if Tennessee is going to let them do that. Yeah. Uh, Seattle Indy, your, your favorite Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um I have questions about Indy. Obviously, um, they talk about bad vibes. Running back hurt. Offensive lineman hurt. Um, Carson Wentz hurt. <laughs> it's just been sort of a roller coaster off season. Now he's going to play, and they say he won't be limited, and he's he's one hundred percent, and he's good to go. But. You're talking about a guy who was healthy last year and just wasn't any good. So I, I still think there's a ton of questions there and how they're going to want to win football games. Whew. I mean, just looking at their depth chart right now, like their starting current season depth chart, I see one, two, three, four, five, six offensive players start of the year on IR. That's bad. It's bad. Now, defensively, I, I like. A lot of the moves they made in the offseason, 
you know, obviously DeForest Buckner played really well for them last year. I think uh, getting Quiddy Pay was vital. They they were terrible uh, rushing the passer last year. So I, I think they'll be competitive, but I don't see uh, I don't see it being a very good start for them. And while everybody seems to be down on Seattle, after the Russell Wilson, I want to be traded chatter, which never actually came directly from Russell Wilson, it's been a very quiet offseason from from Seattle. And I think sort of that's been mistaken for bad vibes or bad news or bad reports. And really, it's just business as usual for Seattle. So I don't think they're the dominant team that they were, you know, from, you know, 2015 to, to even last year where, where they were winning games and, you know, Russ had that hot streak. But I think they beat Indianapolis on the road for their first win of the season in game one. I'm going to go the opposite direction. Right. Um, I think you can't bring yourself to pick when, the Seahawks. Can you? <laughs> I'm praying that this is the downfall year. Um, but uh, here's the thing. Seattle was not as good as their record last year. Agreed. Um, they benefited from a ton of injuries on uh on L.A., San Francisco, and Arizona, all right? So um, I think that's kind of – and they squeaked out a bunch of games. There's a bunch of games they that they could have lost teams that they shouldn't have been losing to. Uh, Indianapolis uh, and Seattle's defense is, is pretty bad. Um, Indianapolis's defense is really tough. Um I think Carson Wentz does enough. I think sometimes quarterbacks are better with less. And I think in Philly, Carson Wentz got the – I think he got to the point where he was like, I have to put the team on my back. I got to do more than I actually can. And I think in Indianapolis, they're going to have him doing – exactly what's in his skill set and i think he's going to be a little bit more relaxed and i think he'll he'll play decent this year um i don't know if he's going to be back to like that pro bowl mvp uh status that he was before uh towards acl but uh i think indianapolis wins this game at home uh mainly because they're at home and the defense I know T.Y. Hilton's not playing either. Um, that's not going to do them any favors, but I think they'll do enough uh, to get by Seattle. And I know that's what Seattle normally does, is just do enough to get by teams. But I'm picking Seattle to have that five to seven win season, and I think it's got to start here. So Indianapolis has got to do their job. All right, splitting on this one. Uh, Washington at L.A. Chargers. I think this is just a bad matchup for LA for week one. Uh, Austin Eckler banged up, not going to play. Uh, well, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Banged up, looking like he may not play. Um, and even if he does, he's going to be limited. He didn't practice at all uh, this week. That's not a good sign. And it's game one. So this injury may be a little worse than they let on. Uh, I think the Chargers offensive line is going to be considerably better this year, uh, but they've got some young pieces that really need time to, you know, play in an NFL game. Um, I love uh, what the Chargers did 
um, offensively last year. And uh, I, I really like the addition of Jared Cook. I think they are doing what they should and protecting Justin Herbert and surrounding him with weapons. But Washington's defense is ridiculous. I think they probably have the best front in football. Their pass rush is terrifying. Chase uh, Chase Young's only going to get better. I think getting a competent uh, quarterback like Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to help. Second year for uh, Terry McLaurin. I'm really high on Antonio Gibson this year. I it, and there there it's a home opener, so I like Washington. Going to disagree with you on this one too. All right. Uh, now this is a close. This is literally a pick'em. It's either a one point uh, spread or a pick'em, where depending on where you look. I, I'm I'm going to go Chargers. I got all the faith in in Herbert, but I'm also going to say that I think top to bottom the Chargers have a better roster than Washington. I do agree Even with that. Washington having that stout defense. The Chargers have some players on the defensive side that aren't slouches themselves. They've got Derwin James. They got a, a they healthy, got a healthy Derwin James with a question mark. He certainly looked healthy in, in some of those videos coming out of camp this year. But can he stay healthy is, is the question. He's healthy today. Yeah, that's, that's but the game's not till Sunday, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but they also have Joey Bosa. Joey yeah. Bosa. Yeah, their defense is, is stout, no doubt about okay. that. Okay, so I think their defense will do enough to stop. I think there's a bigger – there may be a bigger disparity in the Chargers' defense and Washington's offense than Washington's defense and the Chargers' offense. Could be. You're not, you're not scared by Eckler being banged up? I don't really like Eckler that much anyway. Yeah, but they don't have much behind him. I, I'm with you on that. I, I think he's a good, solid player, but I think the hype's gotten a little out of control with him. But, right. uh, but I'm, I'm uh, you know what? They, they may not have even been uh, planning on running a lot this week with the, yeah, uh, with the front the that Washington has. I'm on the Herbert train, man. I, me too. I, I almost put a MVP bet on him. I just hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> Already. All right. So we're split on this one. Carolina at the Jets. Uh no, you- no, Jets at Carolina. Oh, Jets at Carolina. Sorry, uh, I, I'm big on the the Carolina's offense this year. Um, I think Brady is going to really draw up some nice plays for them. Uh, they have a really solid receiving core. This is another team that has a one-two-three uh, punch at receiver that it's going to be difficult to defend at times. And then, of course, Christian McCaffrey, uh, the Swiss Army knife, one of the one of the better uh, receiving backs in the league coming up back off the injury last year. And I, I, I like what I saw from Darnold and I think Darnold's going to be a beneficiary of the get out of gaze free card. And uh, I, I think Carolina's defense is going to continue to improve. I like this young group that they're keeping together. I, I f- I'm feeling Carolina this year. And uh, you know, the jets are always going to be a question mark until they prove that they're not. And um, you know, Salas got his, his rookie. They, uh, their secondary, I don't. Somebody, uh, I think it was one of the Jets beat writers, tweeted out a uh, a list of players and said, uh, you know, three of these guys are are starting uh, starting players in the Jets secondary or starting corners, and the other three guys are names I made up. I bet you can't tell who's who. <laughs> and it's just it's a bunch of no names, and you know, I get it. You know, not everybody's going to be a household name. 
got to win some football games with some guys who are just good at football that you haven't right. heard of yet. But I just I'm not feeling it for for game one. I think things are definitely looking up for the Jets long term. But I don't think it starts here. And and uh, you know having their their most season wide receiver be out uh, week one with COVID is certainly not helping the case. Um, true, 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 true. Uh, this is going to be the revenge of Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Darnold's going to get revenge on the Jets for nearly ruining his career. Um, mm. I, I've never been a huge Sam Darnold fan. I think he's in a really good system right now in a really good place for him to have some success. They have that young defense that's getting better. Um, and he's surrounded by a bunch of weapons. Um, if he's smart, he gets in trouble. He just gives the ball to, to C-Mac. As long as, uh, as, long as McCaffrey is healthy, um, I think Darnold will have one of the, uh, like a, good ye- a really good year. I think Darnold um, – could be like a pro he could be a pro bowler this year he could be that guy that throws for like 37 3800 yards and Hmm. gets into the gets into the pro bowl uh because nobody not because he has necessarily better numbers than a lot of people but because nobody expects it and they'll be higher on him because they didn't expect anything but trash they hadn't seen anything but trash from him um so i think he could be uh, maybe I'll have to look up, see the odds on Sam Darnold being a pro bowler this year. Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the NFC, but nobody wants to play in the pro bowl. He might not be, he might be a uh, replacement player, but he could have pro bowl type numbers this year. So I'm going to go Carolina. Um, I don't know if I'll pick the jets this year. Yeah. It's going to be. Yeah, I I'd have to look at their schedule, but I can't. And just thinking, I mean, the, the teams I think that they would be competitive with are Houston, Detroit, um, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, maybe the Giants. Um, you know, I'm real down on the Giants this year. I don't uh, think they. I think the Giants will. I think the Giants will beat their brakes. Really? Yeah, you're higher on the Giants this year than I am. Um, maybe, I don't know. Let's see. Let's get the season started. Let's see what happens. Um, Jacksonville at Houston that we didn't have to wait long for the toilet bowl. I mean, usually, <laughs> usually it takes a little bit longer. Yeah, this is, uh, this is going to be Trevor Lawrence's, uh, first really good chance to show up. Uh, he's got, they've, Jacksonville's got some injuries to some key players. Um, but I think uh, I think Trevor Lawrence will have a big game. Houston's terrible. Um, I think I might be able to throw for about 190 yards against uh, Houston right now. Yeah, they're not and, good. Uh, yeah, that's and, and that is not saying anything about how good I am at playing quarterback. That is <laughs> That is a definite testimony to how bad their defense is. Um, I don't even want to spend too much time talking about this hot garbage of a game. Uh, but I got Jacksonville and uh, Trevor Lawrence have a good game. Good way to start out his career. Probably have 
two or three touchdowns in this game. Yeah, I uh this is just their two bad teams. I mean, Jacksonville may may be facing the only team that they can beat this year, uh, possibly Detroit. But uh, I'm excited to see Trevor uh, Lawrence get out there and play a full game. I, I think they're going to run the ball quite a bit and try to take the pressure off of him. I, I think James Robinson will have a, a big day. And Houston, yeah, it's just whatevs at this point. I mean, they're not they're, they're their best players. Obviously, Deshaun Watson's their best player. He's not playing. Um, David Johnson, they're probably not going to play him while they decide to do what uh, what decide what they're doing with him. They traded. Bradley Roby. They're just getting rid of all their good players and the season hasn't even started yet. So it's just, this is just a hot mess there. Um, and their coach I think is really, there's something wrong with that dude. Like he's just, he's whacked. Like the, have you seen the videos of him like chewing on his tongue? Like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's doing. Like it's just, it's weird. And, and, and you hear him talk and it's just like, I don't know. It's they're, they're, they're not, they're not any good. Jacksonville's going to win. Uh, Kansas city at Cleveland. Uh, I think it's going to be a big game. Uh, or a good game. I think it's going to be fun. Right. I think there's going to be a lot of yards, a lot of points scored. It's going to be some explosive plays. There's going to be some showboating. There's going to be some taunting. There's going to be some uh, late hit penalties. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good old slobber knocker. And Kansas City's going to win. Uh, I I thought about this pick um, probably longer than most people thought about this pick. Certainly longer than Dane. Yeah, definitely longer than Dane. Um, definitely longer than uh, Damien. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Cleveland's no slouch. I agree. I don't care. And and I know Dane thinks they're going to have this big dip off. I I've been high on Baker. Since I actually I actually think they're going to get better. They're going to continue to get better for a while. That's what I said. I think they're they're going to be a better team. Um, the things they do on offense are things that Kansas City has trouble with. Kansas City has trouble with teams that can pound the ball and then do play. They have they have trouble with that. that, they have that trouble. That's how the Raiders beat them. Josh Jacobs right. had that's huge games. The they had big big plays that's, to Darren Waller. Yeah, that's that's how that's that's how uh, Tennessee always gives them trouble. Uh, Houston gave them trouble uh, a couple of years ago when they got up big. They were built like that. Um, so Cleveland will give them trouble. I think the difference in this game, unfortunately, might be Odell. I think there's going to be a situation in the game where Baker tries to force it to Odell, and Odell does some Odell stuff. <laughs> And it makes a difference. Tyron Matthew makes a huge play in this game. I think that'll be the difference. Um, Mahomes and Mayfield have a shootout, I think. I think they, they both have – they both put up some big numbers offensively. Uh, I'm talking Cleveland and Kansas City as well as both the quarterbacks. I think they're both going to um, – but I think Kansas City has a tougher time with Cleveland's defense – because Kansas City with this brand new offensive line, I know they've got Orlando Brown, but Cleveland's got some stout stuff up front. So, but I am going to pick Kansas City. <laughs> the okie doke. The okie doke. I was waiting for it. 
yeah. I, I picked Kansas. It's hard. It's hard to bet against Mahomes in Kansas City. Yeah. It just. It just is. If yeah. if this game is honestly, if this game is later in the season, like week ten, I would pick Cleveland. Well, maybe I would pick Cleveland because I feel like this would be one of those games. Kansas City be rolling, probably have six or seven straight wins going under their belt, and you know they run into a buzzsaw. But yeah, it's game possible. one. It's game one. Mahomes is going to come out firing. He's going to he's going to want to he's going to want to make people forget that the last come time off they saw that him. Super Bowl loss, he yeah. getting his ass kicked. They're at home, rebuilt offensive line. Let's go, Chiefs. Miami at New England. Uh, I I like the vibes in New England. I'm I'm a Belichick fan. I'm a Belichick dis- defender. I know people hate Be- Brady and Belichick. I like them both. Um, I have respect for for what they do. Uh, Belichick never smiles. He just wants to get out there and win football games. Dude is obsessed with with nothing else other than winning games. And I think after what Brady did last year. I think he is absolutely obsessed with getting this team better and getting it back to greatness, no matter what he has to do, even if it's making controversial decisions like cutting cam right after they just re-signed him um, for, for a one-year contract and a raise um, and you know, all kinds of incentives and things like that. He goes out and gets Mac Jones uh, to, to start that team. I like – I have a feeling Kansas City – I'm sorry, New England is going to run, 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 run. They have a bunch of bulldozers on their offensive line. They've got two big bruising backs, Damian Harris and uh, Ramondre Stevenson. I I just things feel good in New England. I feel like they're going to win a lot of like like seventeen ten games this year. I feel like their defense is going to be good. They're going to run the ball, try to control um, the situations that they put Mac Jones in. May have him make throws when he has to. Um, and I don't, I still don't feel real good about Tua uh, in Miami. They have some potential. I could be wrong. They've got a lot of weapons on offense too. I think they're doing a similar thing to what uh, the Chargers are doing, and that's surrounding Herbert with talent and protecting him. Good, good secondary in Miami, but it's Bray, it's Belichick. It's hard to bet against them. They're at home, and I just, I feel, I feel some good things for the Patriots this year. I'm going New England. Well, as much as you like the vibe in New England, and I and I like Mac Jones as their starter. I know you do. I think he actually gives them a better chance to win than Cam does. Yeah, Cam's washed. Anybody who yeah. who wants their team to sign Cam Newton or thinks that that you know Cam didn't get a fair shake in New England this year isn't paying attention, and that that includes Cam. I, I think it. I I was actually just talking about this with Nia before we got on. Um, not to spend too much time on Cam, but I think because uh, we were talking about you know this this Cam Cam interview that's going around, and he's like his personality is too big. That's why he was in. That's why he's not in New England. And he said it would be it would have been a problem for Mac Jones. They don't want him, you know overshadowing Mac Jones. And I said, look, Mac Jones come from Alabama, top 15 pick, just been a winner 
his, you know, his whole career. Um, he just beat you out for the job, uh, doing what he's just always done, just been an accurate quarterback. Um, he's a prototypical New England quarterback. Cam, I feel like, is the last person he's going to be the last person to know that he is not the Cam Newton of all. He can't do it. Might be. He might be. It might be now. <laughs> he um see the thing with with you know if you if you look at Cam's game, Cam is still the same passer that he always was. He's somewhat accurate. He can he could throw a decent ball downfield, but he doesn't have that that X factor anymore with his legs. Mm-hmm. There's no more QB draw plays. There's no more, okay, if it's third and six, you can't stop a Cam Newton offense because if somebody's not wide open, he's just going to run it. And even if you – get a body on him three yards downfield, he's going to break a tackle. That, that's no more. So that doesn't nullify his inability to be a great passer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, just one less thing to defend. Right. So I think that's, that's why he's out of new England, not because of his aura or his personality. And I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he would be a cancer in the locker room. I don't think any of that. But this is what I think. Belichick keeps talent. Yeah. And he was talented enough, and he's already on the roster. And Belichick would feel comfortable putting him in a game. He would still be in New England. I don't think Belichick is going to cut talent because of how somebody else is going to feel. Yep. I agree with that a hundred percent. I think what you said is right. I actually think it's a combination of the two things. And I think because his play has eroded and he's no longer the starter and they knew he'd have to be a backup. And I don't think they wanted him as a backup, not because of anything necessarily that he would do, but because of all the drama that would come with it. All the questions that Mac Jones would have to answer about, you know, Hey, you had a down game, you know, do you feel, you know, do you feel, uh, you know, eyes on you? Uh, do you think they're going to go back to Cam? I think that's more of it is than anything else, um, and, and not, you know, necessarily the Cam dresses like a Batman villain or or <laughs> thinks thinks that he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, I think right. it's it all starts with his play because you're right, Belichick would have found a way to keep him if he thought he, he could still play football. Right. He's still good enough to be in the NFL. There are teams that can use. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. He he he. He's a better backup for Josh Allen than Trubisky is. He can't tell right. me otherwise. Right. He's he's better than he's better than Tyrod Taylor. I I don't even know. When's the last time we saw Tyrod Taylor play? That's that's hard to say. But he he certainly you would think should be at least in the same ballpark talent wise. If somebody gave if somebody gave you the option and said. You can have Tyrod Taylor or Cam Newton. You would take you would you would take Tyrod Taylor. I don't know. I, I got to see a play. When's the last time he played in a game? Because he oh. he hurt he hurt his thumb right in the first game of the mm-hmm. Cleveland game in 2019, and he got a shot to the chest in the first game 
of 2020. So the dude hasn't played football since 2018. So Tyrod, maybe, Tyrod maybe on that Taylor. fact alone, I might take Cam Newton because Tyrod Taylor hasn't played in three years. Tyrod Taylor, well, neither is Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor is just good enough for you to feel sorry for him for a team always being able to get somebody better. Better, yeah. You think about it. Everywhere he's been, he hasn't been terrible. But it's not it's not super hard to find somebody. Yeah, there's better. been somebody just a tick better. So wait, who are right. you picking? You picking Miami or, or New England? I am picking – listen, I'm picking Miami. Picking Miami. Everybody, I'm picking my – I think Miami has the better team. And I think Mac Jones makes a couple turnovers in this game. I think they they get some pressure on him. Miami's secondary, they, you know, they paid a heavy cost for the secondary. They sure did. So I think they will. Um, I think they'll make a difference in this game. I think Tua will be able to make enough plays. Um, it it to me the whole narrative on Tua is is kind of cra- it, it, it's crazy to me like he literally played one game his first game in the, in in the nfl and all you saw on skip bayless NFL was talking Network about trading him and sports center is two of the guy i'm like one game that can you imagine going into a job your it's first, first day, day your first day and they're like, I don't think this guy can handle the big <laughs> I mean, we put him on our biggest account, and he doesn't look great. You know, even though the guy that has been here 20 years has trouble with this client, you know, they, like people need to bring this into like a real life situation. This is his first day on the job. He's like 22 years old, and he didn't throw for 400 yards. And I believe they won the game. Correct. Yeah, they did. They won the game. So um, I think Tua will be good. This guy has a pedigree of talent. I think when a quarterback comes from one of these, you know, one of these like top 10 powerhouse teams, perennial powerhouse team, um, they have a little bit of trouble adjusting in the NFL because they're going to teams that, don't have all the five-star talent. Sure. They're terrible. That's why so, they have right. the and opportunity to pick you. You're expecting to see them at that level. And, it, and you know, most of the time it doesn't work like that. So um, I think Tua has a good enough game, but I think he has a better game than Mac Jones. And uh, I think Miami wins. All right. We're split again. Green, Bla- Green Bay playing against New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans is the home team, but they're losing a home game because this is going to be played in Jacksonville. Um, This one, I feel a lot better about New Orleans now that Jameis Winston is a starter. Uh, I did feel that Peyton was going to make the stupid decision and go with, um, uh, oh my God, Taysom Hill. But but he went with the decision that was abundantly obvious to anybody who was watching the game, anybody with a pair of eyes, which uh, Jameis Winston now has. Winston's the starter. Michael Thomas is still out. Callaway looked good. They have a connection. They have a rapport. 
Um, they cut Latavius Murray. It's going to put a lot on the plate of Alvin Kamara. Anybody who drafted him in fantasy should feel really good about the workload that he's going to get. But um, it comes down, it. it comes down to Green Bay, New Orleans, Aaron Rodgers against Jameis Winston, Week One. I know Jameis has a lot to prove. There's a lot of you know tragedy going on in New Orleans right now. They're displaced. They're essentially losing a home game. I can't bet against Aaron Rodgers. I'd love to. Maybe this is some wishful thinking with some reverse juju, but I'm picking Green Bay. Is this this is uh this is your Seattle? Yeah, this is <laughs> this is no, uh, but I'm picking I'm picking Green Bay. Pick, I'm picking yeah. yeah. I, I feel like you have to go Green Bay. Yeah. And I will be 100% honest. The difference for me in this game is Michael Thomas. Yeah. If I I feel like Michael Thomas is healthy and he's had a, a full camp with Jameis, I would pick New Orleans in this game. I would pick New Orleans. I'd feel good about him. I don't think um, I don't think Jameis is a bad quarterback. He, uh, he was on a team that, that asked him to make some decisions with the football they maybe shouldn't have asked him to do. Um, and I think he was, he was – in a learning process, but this is a guy who's thrown for 5,000 yards in a season. Um, you can't be horrible and throw for 5,000. So um, I think Sean Payton will give him a little bit less. Uh, you know, the, he won't be taking as many risks. So I think uh, he's going to have a, a, you know, a, a pretty good year in new Orleans, but, uh, Green Bay going to have too much talent. New Orleans, uh, not enough talent. Uh, so I'm going Green Bay. I don't care if they play in Jacksonville, New Orleans, uh, the moon, <laughs> uh, Bishop, Bishop, <laughs> Bishop Sycamore's, uh, <laughs> uh warehouse. I, 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 I was trying to say Bishop Sycamore earlier and I said, Bishop Sankey flashback to <laughs> Titans. Great running back. Not necessarily great, but um, he was fantasy relevant for a brief period of time. Um, yeah, Green Green Bay is going to get the win, so there's another buck on on the team we agree on. Uh, Denver at New York. I think you know where I'm going with this one. What's your pick? Oh, I'm going Denver. Yeah. Um, I think I think Teddy B uh, will will make a couple of plays to uh, to this loaded Denver uh, receiving. You know, they've got some guys over there. Um, but I think the Giants are still a couple of players away from from being a really good team. Even though Saquon, they said, is 100%, will be ready to go. He's he, that, That's now. ridiculous. He hasn't practiced. He has not done. practiced once. He has not been a full participant in practice yet. How is that? How how are you going to throw him in against this defense? Yeah, I don't know how a guy goes from probably being on the the pup list to start the season two weeks ago to he's a hundred percent. I don't know what kind of. I don't know what he's got. I don't know stem cell research or whatever. I don't know what it is, but I want some of it. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I get it. The guy's a freak of nature, but it just it's not adding up. No, it's not. So, uh, but I'm still going to go Denver. 
Um, I don't think it's a, a big blowout. I think they'll do just enough. Um, and I think, I think the Giants will probably make that bad turnover in the game. Like they had some games last year against, you know, good teams that they, they just lost because of bad turnovers. Like they had, they had a chance to beat Pittsburgh last year. Daniel Jones threw an interception in the end zone. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, you may see more of that. Um, they've, they've improved their receiving core. Daniel Jones won't have any excuses this year. So, uh, but I'm still going Denver. Uh, Denver wins. You know, this will probably be like a nine, 10 point win. I think Gettleman has done what he does to the Giants roster. He whiffed on Andrew Thomas. I think he's, he's probably going to be a backup somewhere uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, Kenny Galladay got all that money. He ain't playing. Um, Kadaris Tony is questionable. Saquon injured, supposed to play. It just doesn't feel good for me in, in New York. No, I, you know, I, not I like a great five. No, I like some of their their front seven on on defense. Um, I think they've got some talent. Uh, Williams is is a beast. They're not totally devoid of talent, but I'm just I'm not liking them. And you know, I'm not a judge fan. Denver, I don't think uh, you know. Denver's a quarterback away. If they had Aaron Rodgers here, you know, you're picking them in a blowout, and Denver's probably a Super Bowl favorite. Um, their secondary is incredibly deep. They're going to be hard to pass on. Uh, they've obviously got a fierce pass rush with Chubb and, and Vaughn Miller. Just, just a lot to like about Denver, even with Teddy B at quarterback. So then Denver's the pick here. We both on board. Chicago at LA. Um, this isn't one of those where I'm going to say the Rams are going to win and really think Chicago is going to win and try to reverse jinx it. I don't think Chicago has a chance in this one. Don't think people realize how bad Chicago's defense is going to be this year. Now it's not going to be like bottom half of the league bad, but maybe 13th, 14th, 15th best defense in the league. Um, there are a lot of concerns. Uh, you know, Robert Quinn's the highest paid player on this defense, and he has not showed anything since he got to Chicago. His best play of the season was his first snap, um, was a sack fumble in his first snap of the year last year. Um, he's just a giant question mark since he got here. I'm not sure what, what happened uh, from him leaving leaving um, Dallas, coming over to Chicago, but it, it's like he left all his talent there. Um, and he's it, playing a bit on a significantly better defense too. Uh, there's a lot more talent on this defense. Um, secondary, really bad, really banged up. Um, it's it's just it's it's terrifying. Already Burns is going to start for us. There's really nothing behind him. Um, Duke Shelton. Uh, uh, a fifth round pick from uh, Duke Shelley, uh, fifth round pick from a couple of years ago is, is may see some time. There was rumors they were going to trade for a corner. They didn't. I still like their safeties, Gibson and, and, um, and Eddie Jackson, of course, uh, Eddie Goldman's banged up, came up with a mystery, uh, mystery injury. He may not play just not good for what you want uh, going up against the Rams in their first home game where McVay feels like he has a new toy. Um, and it's a guy that we know can throw the ball around and know Chicago very well. And he's never, um, never had a complete team to play against them with. Uh, I'm not a fan of the, that. They're starting Andy Dalton. I don't understand it. I think Chicago's offensive line. They've, they've had 
two weeks of practice together. They didn't play together in any preseason games. They were banged up the entire camp. Don't feel real good about it. I've got the Rams. This is the largest spread of the week. Um, uh, other than uh, San Francisco and Detroit is sitting around eight, eight and a half, depending on where you're looking. Um, this game's seven and a half. So I, I think this this has the potential to be ugly. I've seen a lot of predictions that uh, the Justin Fields comes in in the second half. So I'm going. I'm going Rams, and I I already bet the over uh, it, uh, for receiving yards for both Cooper Cup and um, Robert Woods. They were relatively low. They were both under 65 yards. Yeah, I think the Rams roll out some some big plays early, um, try and get Chicago uh, in a lopsided situation. Definitely want. They definitely want. Andy Dalton having to drop back and throw with this front seven uh, coming at him, uh, led by Donald, uh, who is one of the scarier, scarier human beings in the NFL. Um, so, I mean, I got the Rams for, for pretty much the same reasons. Um, they're going to want to, to make some plays. And I, I think you could see, the Rams start to run away with the game and Justin Fields come in. But I also think I have a, a, a feeling that because you guys have so many offensive line troubles, that that may be why they're not playing. Justin I keep hearing Fields. that. And if that's it, they should be ashamed of themselves because it, they, if they're going to play him at all this season, he's going to have to face tough defenses. Uh, we're playing uh, Cleveland in week three, I think. Uh, we're, uh, we got to play uh, – hold on. There, there's several tough defenses that we face early in the season. So if that's the reason, I, I don't agree with it. Yeah, they've got uh, Cleveland in week three, uh, the Buccaneers in week six, 49ers after that. Look at this, consecutive weeks. Ready? Bucks, Niners, Steelers, Ravens. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not a good stretch if your offensive line sucks and you have a statue of a quarterback back there. So he's going to have to play at some point, and he's going to have to learn to to throw the ball against pass rush. This is this this game is just a perfect storm. The Rams aren't real sure how they're going to run the ball. They've got Henderson and they've got Sony Michelle. Chicago's not really a team that you try to run against. You throw against them, and the Rams are potentially going to be an air show this year. So, and and not only that, but the Rams have that quick uh, crossing route mm-hmm. throws, the screens, and they have a lot of that stuff, and all the motion keep you off balance. This is a, a bad matchup for. It is. It, it, it's not not a good way to start the season, especially if Goldman's out. Trevathan starting the year on IR, which is. This is I, I have a feeling we may not see him again. Um, this may be it for him. Uh, I didn't think he looked that bad, but there's a lot of chatter that uh, he's just this IR thing is a way to sort of let him go gracefully. Um, Alec Ogletree will be starting uh, for Chicago, who looked fantastic in the preseason, <laughs> like absolutely fantastic. Uh, all right. Last game of the week, Baltimore at Las Vegas. Um, I had a ri- initially picked Baltimore in this one. I that's who I picked, so I, I can't go back on it. I'm not a I'm not a Raiders fan, but I just have no confidence that Baltimore will be able to get off the plane without tearing their ACLs. 
Uh, yeah, I, I picked Vegas. I, I believe I picked Vegas. Uh, no, I think I picked them after Peters and Edwards went down. Mm-hmm. Um, when Peters and Edwards went down yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I think I, I can't remember if I put my picks in. Uh, yeah, I put them in yesterday. So, but um, I'm not as down on Vegas as a lot of people are, and I'm not as up on Baltimore as a lot of people were before all the injuries. Um, I I don't think Derek Carr is a horrible quarterback. I think they have some weapons and Waller and, and Jacobs and uh, rugs outside. I, I think they've got some things going for them. Um, maybe some question marks on D, but um, I, I think Las Vegas is going to be able to control the ball. They're going to maybe do some things that, that Baltimore was going to do. Um, and I think they'll keep Baltimore's defense off balance, even though Baltimore still has a lot of talent on that side of the ball. I'm going to go Vegas in Vegas. Um, and, you know, who the way things are going in Baltimore, they may get on the strip and, uh, you know, somebody's going to get hurt wrestling with the cops or something, a drunken argument with a stripper. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty scary. I mean, I called it early. I made the comparison to to the Niners. I mean, they're they're <laughs> they lost some serious. They lost three starters so far. They lost their entire backfield to yeah. torn ACLs. It's uh, no, sorry, an Achilles and two two ACLs. That's fucking bonkers. Before a single game in the season was played, they lost all three of their running backs. Really, just not not cool for Baltimore. Um, and uh, by the way, Nick Boyle starting the season on IR. They announced today. So, yeah, not great. And some of the receivers are hanged up as well. Uh, what was the what was the rookie that uh, they drafted? Uh, Rashad Bateman. He's starting the season on IR as well. So some early injury stuff for Baltimore. Not great. I still think they're a better team than than Vegas, and I think they will win. But we'll, we shall see. So we've got quite a bit of uh, discrepancies this week. I've already placed the. Uh, Legal sports book one dollar wagers on all the teams we agreed on. So we'll see. We are up, like I said, twenty two cents rolling in the dough. Uh, and uh, let's uh, let's continue. Let's see what happens. One game down, more to go. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pumped. I'm I'm going to miss a decent chunk of the, the uh, one o'clock games. Uh. Big Dunks got his his first two soccer games. Oh, awesome! This weekend, so uh, so we'll be doing that, and uh, then we'll get into some some footballing. Right, but this is his last. This is his last week with a Sunday Sunday game. Sunday game. Good. Somebody's got a brain. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. Week one of the NFL season about to be in the books. We will uh, see you next week, sports world. Stay classy. It's the first week of football, and it's going to be hard, but you have to stay classy. (laughs) Peace.